Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome to today's episode where we're going to be talking about rocking your book. No matter what stage you are in your book writing process, whether you're just writing, um, thinking about writing and haven't put a word on the page yet, or you're already into publishing and you're getting into marketing, like at every stage of it, you want to really feel like, oh man, like I'm rocking this. So we're going to be talking about rocking your book today. Um, but before we do that, I just want to mention real quick, if you are listening live as well, not live, but if you're listening at the time that we drop this episode on September 28th, it is not too late for you to join me for an entire day of free training at my first annual virtual one day transformational author experience um, that's happening coming up on October 8th. We'll be doing a full day, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. It's all me, all day, all training, brand new stuff. You do not want to miss this and it's free. So just go to transformationalauthorexperience.com or head over to the show notes and you'll see the link in the show notes there. But again, it's transformationalauthorexperience.com. And trust me, um, if you're listening to this before October 8th of 2020, you want to go and register immediately, grab your seat. We've got like over a thousand, probably by now, um, by the time this episode airs, we've probably got well over a thousand um, like-minded fellow authors who will be participating. And I do not want you to miss out. Um, it will definitely help you rock your book. But so will today's episode. So let me introduce my awesome guest, Kristen Gallagher. And Kristen was inspired by creativity and the art of strategic storytelling to found Wild Rock Public Relations and Marketing back in 2012. Now, Kristen's the kind of person through her company that creates long-term partnerships with companies both locally and nationally to help them with strategies, to help them with relentless execution and really getting those strategies out in the world. If you're familiar with a little company called Otterbox, and if you have a cell phone and have a case for it, there's a good chance you know the company Otterbox. Well, Kristen built their PR and marketing department and helped shape that globally recognized brand from the ground up. She is also the author of a new book just released in August of this year, Change, Adapt, rock. And in the world we're living in today, my goodness, we need to learn how to change, adapt, and rock for our books, for our businesses, and of course, in our lives as well. So Kristen, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here. Christine, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Well, I always like to start asking the question of like, how did this whole author journey begin for you? <laughs> like, you know, I've had some people like I came out of the womb, you know, knowing I wanted to write a book and others are like, I don't know, lightning bolt landed one day and all of a sudden I had this idea for a book. So what's your story and your journey into authorship? Yeah, it's funny that you said that because I've been listening to your podcasts and prepping for this interview. And I was like, man, I feel like everybody you do interview is like, yes, I always knew I was going to be an author. And so <laughs> my story 
is is a little different than that. Um, so last year, I actually started writing a book, and it was more about my professional journey and really my life as a mompreneur is what I coin it as. I have two daughters, and um, so really, you know, positioning a book more of my personal story, and as you mentioned, kind of tying in my history at Otterbox and how I spun out to start an agency and all of those kinds of things. But of course, that was taking forever, so I put it on the shelf, so to speak. And then when 2020 came along, um, the idea to dust off the book certainly came about again, um, but this time in a different way. And so I kind of asked myself the question, you know, what can a boutique agency like Wild Rock do to actually help small businesses during this time and kind of pose the question to my team, what if as an organization, we offered everything? And so I brought this wild idea to my team and like many entrepreneurial ideas, I thought for sure that they'd, you know, shrug it off and, and tell me to keep brainstorming, but they didn't. They actually uh, rallied behind the idea in the most incredible way. And what started as a five page ebook quickly grew, you know, grew into more of a digital ebook component as well as a paperback. And so that's Change Adapt Rock. That is amazing. And there are other people I know we've had like, I don't know, whatever, 50 episodes or close by now. Um, so I'm sure you haven't heard them all, but I do assure you and any of you listening who are like, I want, I'm not one of those people. Um, we've ha we have had several who are like, yeah, I never thought I'd write a book. Like where they're <laughs> actually surprised at it or they just, you know, got a knock on the head one day. I'm realizing that's something they need to do. So you're not the only one, but I am, uh, you know, just grateful to hear that. Now, it was something that I'm really curious about because, you know, it's one thing to write the book. It's another journey to publish the book, uh, you know, depending on there's so many different possibilities. There's traditional, there's, um, you know, self-publishing and all the iterations of that. And then, of course, after all of that, the thing that we get to do forever once we are published authors as long as we want people to read our book, is we need to market our book. So as someone who has been in this world and done things like establish, you know, help establish brands like Otterbox, and, you know, I'm, I'm sure you have a million other clients that you've been able to serve and help, like as a marketer and like a public relations person yourself, I'd like to know, like, what do you do yourself to market your own business? And, you know, your book being part of that. Yeah, that's such a great question. So it was one of those, once again, just typical entrepreneur moves. Um, we have marketed so many different brands, so many companies from, you know, high tech companies to healthcare, to travel and tourism, to lifestyle, but we have actually never marketed an author. <laughs> so, you know, oh, I mean, interesting. <laughs> I feel like the story just got um, juicy. <laughs> I know it totally did. So it's so funny because, you know, that is the, that's the question. And so, um, one of the, you know, blessings and curses in terms of how I'm wired is I like to refer to myself as a experiential learner, which means I need to experience things in order to understand how they work um, and in order to do them better. So even when I first opened Wild Rock, I was like, I'm going to run my books. I'm going to do the bookkeeping. So I understand how my finances work. And um, so some of those things have been really great. And then I obviously learned very quickly what I need to outsource. But in regard to the book, you know, you brought up a great point is like, there's so many 
many different directions to go with it. Um, and I, you know, interviewed a couple different publishing companies, was approached by some publishers, but actually decided to self-publish. And one of those reasons, once again, was to really figure out how it's all done. And um, in writing the book in general, I mean, it really offered a different way for us to diversify our own portfolio. So we're a service-based business, but now we have a product. And so it's really a way for us to share our industry knowledge with the world and ultimately came from a place of giving back. It's like, oh man, if you don't have a marketing budget, but you know you still need a marketing plan, then this is a great book to pick up because it's going to provide you with all the templates and the tools to do it. Now, certainly as your business grows, Wild Rock would be glad to help, but it offers us this awesome tool to be able to help these small companies get back on their feet, um, especially during this year. This year has just been crazy overall, um, and it allows us to pivot. So it's like what we're telling clients right now. It's what are you doing outside of your day-to-day business that's allowing you to thrive and pivot. And for us, it's been this book. It's been awesome. That is amazing. And you know, everyone right now is having to just do things differently, be a little bit flexible, right? I mean, this event that I have coming up on October 8th, like it was supposed to, right? Nothing's supposed to be other than what it is. Like I get that on a big level, but we had planned, you know, to do an event, uh, you know, later in October for three days at, you know, the hotel that I used down the street. And all of a sudden, like it was, you know, the end of August and it's like, we have this event in October. What are we going to do? And I mean, I pulled this event together. One of the best events I think I've probably ever done um, or, you know, will do. I can just feel it building, but we did it in like three weeks from, you know, I had nothing to, you know, writing copy and seeing the page up in a matter of, I think, 12 days um, from writing the first word to having it go live. And I think we're just living in these times where literally change, adapt, and rock is the theme. So of course, be sure to go over to the show notes and we've got a link there to Kristen's book, Um, change, adapt, rock, because it's so relevant to anyone who's up to something in the world right now um, and, you know, wants to get it out there in a bigger way. And I will just say before we go into the next um, quick question is that Kristen is also offering my listening audience, like I cannot believe she did this. Um, But when you go over to the show notes, you'll also see the opportunity to take advantage of a complimentary 30-minute marketing consultation with her, like bring your biggest marketing challenge to the table and she'll spend 30 minutes, you know, helping you, helping you work, work through that and give you some insights and ideas and, you know, tools for moving forward. So again, that is over on the show notes as well. Um, anything extra you wanted to say about that? Or did I cover it pretty well there, Kristen? Oh, I think you did a great job. Yeah. And once again, I mean, you know, this is just coming from a place of being able to give back. And so it's, it's such a joy to be able to do that. So yeah, I I hope listeners take advantage of that. And, um, you know, hopefully we can tackle some of those big marketing challenges. I know companies are just dealing with so many things this year that are unanticipated change. Um, So certainly the title is fitting for 2020 overall. It sure is. And I like, would you be willing to share some tips from that book? I mean, sure. We want people to go read it, but I would love if there are some like tips or nuggets that you can share from change, adapt rock, Um, you know, maybe as it relates to things like, you know, PR and marketing and helping you get your message out there in a bigger way. Cause I know whether 
you know, even those of you who are listening right now who don't have a book yet, like you've still got a message to share even before that book is written. So would you be willing to do that? Share a few tips with us? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think one of the things that really comes to mind for me as I think of businesses, especially in this current economic state is I think at the beginning of the pandemic, everybody was in a panic, right? We're all in these like boats on our own and we're all in this crazy storm. But I feel like businesses have really gotten to a point of collaboration and kind of throwing out the life uh, rafts, so to speak. And so some of the things I was thinking through specifically for your listeners today is thinking about public relations and storytelling. So there's a few things that come right from the book and I'll kind of tweak it for conversations today. Um, But the first one is to draft a press release and distribute it to the media. So a lot of newsrooms have those editor contact information on their website. And you can also use submission forms for news tips and press releases. And I think so many organizations today have such a great story to tell. Um, You know, maybe they're doing something unique during the pandemic to keep their doors open. Maybe they've been retain employees and they have a feel-good story. There are so many negative stories in the news today that I think a lot of journalists are really seeking the positive news stories. What good is coming from all of this? And I think there's a great opportunity for organizations to put together a press release and really showcase those wins. And a tip there is definitely including any of those stats, such as you know percentage growth or percentage of re- employees that you've retained um, or things like that. Anytime we can tie a stat to those news distributions, they oftentimes get picked up faster. Um, Another thing I was thinking through, too, is really sharing content on blogs. So we all know um, that there's this fancy acronym called SEO, which is search engine optimization. And the more content that you have out there, the more traffic you can drive to your website. And so really using a blog to promote what makes your brand or your company or your book um, or your podcast special also helps pull those readers or people who are searching certain terms into your website. So it's really important to do some of that keyword research online and making sure that you're using those within your blog. But there's a great opportunity to share content out publicly. Um, And then you can also cross promote on things such as social media. And then the other thing I was also thinking too, once again, I feel like people are really, you know, locking digital arms right now, so to speak, um, and wanting to partner with different bloggers or influencers or other co-marketing companies who are like-minded and finding out what they're working on, what you're working on, and how do you build each other up? There's different fan bases you can reach through social media channels. Perhaps you collaborate on a blog or you offer them a guest blog on your website. Um, Anything like that, that actually allows you to promote other businesses while also promoting your own and your own book or your own efforts is certainly a great opportunity to get your name out there. So those are just a few ideas that kind of come from the book, but really relate back to public relations and are very timely in terms of some of the things that we're dealing with just in the pandemic overall. Those are very helpful. I would love if you could elaborate a little bit on like the whole social media, because I know that social media, um, there have been two people that I've spoken to just in the last three days who are both like, yeah, I, I just don't think I can do it anymore. 
um, you know, one of them, it's just every time she went to do it and she was trying some paid strategies that she just felt really weren't working for her. And another one who like opened up Facebook to go post and then just has this feeling of like, oh, I just, I just can't do it. Like I need a break from this. Um, what, you know, tips or suggestions might you have for the person who just either A, feels a little bit overwhelmed, B, is over it. Um, you know, C is struggling because it depends. Like if you click on the wrong thing in Facebook, you know, now you're getting a million things related to that that you didn't even want in the first place to begin with. And there's a lot of stuff as we know flying around in the social media world right now that, you know, isn't exactly helping you stay focused and hopeful and positive, um, you know, for the great opportunity this time is to, you know, to change, adapt and rock maybe differently than you thought. But, you know, so there, there's this thing going on, I think a little bit. Um, so I would just be curious, any specific pointers you might have, um, for someone who feels maybe a little either gun shy or just like, yeah, over, um, social media in some, some ways, any thoughts or tips for them? Yeah, that is such a great question. And I think as somebody who helps manage client social media channels daily, on a personal side, I completely understand and, and deal with that, right. In you know, helping to craft the strategy for both wild rocks channels, as well as now change adapt rocks channels. And so my biggest recommendation is to really get into just as you would, you know, sitting down to write your book, get into the content creation mode and know that things move so quickly through a social media feed that you don't have to be paralyzed by that one perfect post. So, you know, I've talked with a lot of business owners over the years, and this is, that's nothing new. I mean, I think some of the content on social has definitely gotten more negative um, and more difficult because you kind of get sucked into the vortex. So if you work on that content outside of a social media platform, you know, even just popping open a Word document, writing it down in a journal, something like that, that you don't get distracted and the content that you're creating then is really authentic to you and your brand or the book that you're going to launch or your company, whatever that may be. So it's kind of pulling yourself outside of the social media vortex <laughs> before you get sucked in so deep that you then lose that creativity to create great content. Um, but then once again, not getting paralyzed by it being perfect because anything that you come out with is better than nothing. And it doesn't have to be long-winded. It doesn't have to be overthought. Um, it can be something simple where you're just sharing that information and that story out to the world. So I think working outside of the platforms has certainly helped me. Um, and then also pre-planning that content. So not trying to think of it day by day, but actually carving out time in your schedule. So you're like, okay, you know, this Friday, I'm going to focus for two hours on social media content for the next month. You might have some of the moment posts that you choose to use over that next month. But for the most part, you know, your social media calendar is done. Um, and in the book as well, we actually have some of those templates that we shared, which have been really helpful for our clients. Cause then you're not like trying to create it the day of it's like, okay, ready, be creative now. And we all know that doesn't work for writing a book and it certainly doesn't work for writing social content. That so used to be me. Oh my goodness. Like I, I literally like, I really, I should post something on Facebook, you know, I've got like whatever, 5,000 plus people in a group and 10,000 followers to my page and, you know, all sorts of stuff. 
And I would sit down and like, oh, I, should, I really should do something. And I would sit down and stare at a blank page. I mean, I'm an author coach. I've, you know, authored more than a dozen, probably 20 by now of my own books and other books that I've contributed to. And for the life of me, it's like I couldn't write a Facebook post. So exactly what you're talking about in terms of, you know, stepping away and like doing content creation sort of separate from the platform itself um, has made a really, has made a really big difference for me. Um, and the other thing is when I have clients, you know, who are struggling with this as well, I strongly suggest that they set an intention, like before they go into the platform that they are really just going into post and not to waste away an hour, two hours, you know, however long it can be just catching up on this and oh my gosh, and going down these rabbit holes that do not support you in changing, adapting and rocking your book, your business, your life. So um, just be mindful, you're going in, you're gonna go contribute and you're gonna come back out. So um, anyway, that's that's something that I had to do for a little while because I, I noticed I started, you know, just whiling away 30 minutes here, 30 minutes. There, I'm like, what am I doing? Oh my gosh. I have, you know, clients to serve and other things that are just much higher and better use of my time. So um, it does require a little bit, but thank you for those tips. And speaking of, as I just said, you know, to, to change, adapt and rock both your, you know, your business, your book and your life. I want to backpedal a little bit to something you said earlier, and that is this mompreneur um, sort of journey because, you know, as I'm recording this episode, my 15 year old daughter is doing remote school in the room, catty quarter to me, you know, she's like, mom, I need you to print this for me. I'm like, I can't print it. Like I'm getting on a show, like ask your dad, you know, like, ah, it's a whole different thing. So I'm just curious what tips you might have, um, to help. Um, and you know, this goes for you men too, I'm sure as well, who are listening, um, but like this whole mompreneur where most of us right now are working from home, we're not going into an office and we're in the middle of a pandemic and we have kids afoot. Um, like, how do you do it? And what suggestions do you have to help others do it who are, you know, trying to write a book in the middle of all that? Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, well, Christine, as we were joking before we got on the podcast today, um, I warned you that, you know, you might have children in the background <laughs> or perhaps a puppy barking. Um, life is just different right now. And what I love is that we're all in this same crazy storm together. So I feel like for the most part, most people have been really, really understanding of that, right? Like if you've got a kid run through the background of your Zoom video, it's not the end of the world. Whereas even as short as, you know, a year ago, that would have been like, oh my goodness, like, I can't believe that's happening. So I feel like people are just really in this um, understanding, you know, state of mind, which certainly helps. But I think for me, as I started down this journey, um, it started off small, right? Like, oh, let's do a five page ebook. And then of course it grew and grew and grew. And I remember at one point I'm talking with my husband and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like I've never written a book before. We're in the midst of the pandemic. I'm homeschooling my children. We just got a puppy. We decided to renovate parts of our house because we all need an office space with a door. And I'm like, what is going on? And so, you know, I, what I did is I, I really needed to take that step back and figure out what does that balance look like? And so for me, I just needed to take things in chunks. It didn't all need to 
done today. I didn't need to finish my book overnight, but perhaps it was like, I needed to work on one paragraph every day to get through this chapter, or I need to, um, you know, run proofing on this chapter today. It was just these little tiny tangible things that I felt rewarded every time I wrote them down and literally was able you know, to cross them off. So it didn't all have to happen in one day. That was my big learning um, as well as having that conversation with my husband. The other thing I did is I also hired experts. So there was a lot of things that I realized I didn't have the skill set to do and that my team internally was so busy satisfying, you know, some of the other demands that clients had during this time that I didn't want to pull them off of those really important projects. So I ended up outsourcing the design of both the inside of the book and the cover to two different designers, one specialized in cover designs and the other just in graphic design in general. And then I also hired my amazing sister to actually support with the social media channels and then really navigating the ins and outs of Amazon. So anybody who's published on Amazon before um, knows exactly what I'm talking about. Anybody who's going down that path, uh, you know, buyer beware. It's definitely full of twists and turns and very fascinating and, and a great experience overall, but it's not always straightforward. And so getting that help from experts was really helpful too. And kind of admitting that like, okay, I am not super mom and I am not super worker and I'm going to need to put the cape down and I'm going to need to, you know, ask for some help on this. And then also, you know, having my team behind me and not necessarily doing the ins and outs of all aspects of the book, but more importantly, just knowing that they were supporting the idea and that they knew that having a product was a great way for us to diversify as a company, but more importantly, a great way for us to help other companies. So it really lit that fire for everybody to be like, okay, guys, we've got to get this done. Like people need this. So I'd say those were kind of the big things for us in terms of balancing all that mompreneur and book writing during a pandemic. It is a lot. And I love that you talked about chunking it down, you know, like, okay, right now, what do I need? Like, what's the thing I can do right now? What's cause you know, I do not love the um, analogy um, about eating an elephant at one bite at a time, but that, that is how you, how you do it. And it's just, I mean, <laughs> it's amazing that, you know, here in the midst of all of this, you know, you're running the business, you've got your girls at home, you know, and writing this book and figuring it all out. And I love that you talked about the importance of getting, you know, support and getting help and chunking it down um, right now. Cause I think, I think some of you who are working in your books, you make this mistake is thinking, Oh, like if I don't have, you know, a week or at least a day or at least several hours that I can dedicate to working in my book, like, you know, I'm just not going to do anything. But the truth is like you, every single one of you who hear this can pick up 15 minutes, a half hour, maybe even an hour if you just get out of your own thinking that you don't have the time and look for it instead and just be happy with the one small thing you can do. I recently interviewed a guest. I'm not sure if her episode has already aired or if it's coming up. I think it might be coming up. Um, but she was talking about how some days she would just write one sentence, one sentence. Like that was all the writing she could do that day. Um, and that, you know, that was it. And she was like, but I celebrated the one sentence I got done because it was something. 
And some of you make the mistake of not doing anything because you're waiting for the circumstance to be just right or the environment or to be just in the right mood and what have you. And sometimes you just need to do what you need to do. And sometimes it's sitting down and writing the one sentence. Could even be the sentence that like comes to you in the shower, you know, like step out of the shower, grab your phone, speak it into your phone or whatever you use to, you know, take notes to self. And, you know, you worked on your book for the day and then that kind of energy will just continue to fuel itself um, for helping you get things done in the middle of, you know, times that we're living in that are different, um, certainly. So beautiful. Thank you so much, Kristen. I feel like we're about to wrap up today. Just a quick reminder um, to make sure that everyone knows, go over to the show notes and you can secure yourself if there are any spots available or still left. Um, a 30-minute marketing consultation with Kristen. Um, you just have to come to the table with your biggest marketing challenge um, for that conversation. So you can go get the details on that as well as see a link to her book uh, on the show notes. And please make sure either check out the link there or go right now um, or jot it down, lock it in your memory to go to transformationaltheratexperience.com and join me for one day on the 8th. It'll be like, it'll be a two-way experience, very interactive um, live, not just this one-way communication where you're listening to me there, you'll spend a day with me and it will, it will be a, it will be a, a dialogue rather than a monologue like we're doing here. So I'm excited to see you there again. That's transformationalauthorexperience.com. And before we wrap up, Kristen, what would you say is the most important thing that you want our listeners today to walk away with? Like, what do you really want them to take the most out of this conversation? Oh man, that is, yeah, such a good question. I feel like what we were just talking about is so important is really you have to start somewhere and starting with what you know tends to work the best. And so I know that you have so many wonderful tips for you know, people who are writing books, but you know, you don't always have to start in the order of your book, right? You don't have to start with chapter one. You might start with chapter three and say, I know chapter three really, really well. And I'm going to hammer through that so I can, you know, cross that off my list, so to speak. So I just really think starting somewhere and starting with what you know is typically the most helpful to get that momentum and get that flywheel going so that you build that confidence and can get your book done or can get that project done or can move forward. Such great advice. Start with what you know. And like what I was really hearing in there also was just like, just get started. Like just, 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 go. Just, just do something, <laughs> you know, on this realm where you feel like, oh, something, because it does, it, you know, gets that flywheel going, as you said. So thank you so much, Kristen. Grateful for your time today and the juicy conversation for everyone. And uh, just really glad we're able to do this. So thank you. Thank you. And to my listeners, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking time out of your life, for listening, for being the kind of person who has that message inside of you, whether you're just writing it, you're publishing it, you're in the process of marketing it. You're here listening because you want your message to make a difference. You want to see it liberated out in the world. And you are really like my favorite kind of people. So thank you for being here today. I am looking forward to being with you on the next episode. And until then, happy writing. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant. 
which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.